You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I'm Constance Arnold and coming to you from beautiful Atlanta, Georgia, with just a little touch of Southern flavor. Uh, you guys are uh, so grateful and thankful uh, that you made a decision to join me from all over the world today, and you got, got to know that your steps are really ordered by God and that it is no accident that you are listening to the show today. And I believe that you're going to receive exactly what you've been searching for. I want you to get in agreement with me. Are you in agreement? Okay, let's make it happen. Well, it is a hot and humid day here in the ATL, but all is well. It has really been a very interesting summer. I've been in the pool almost every evening, you know, just to chill and uh, just to stay cool. But but I'm grateful for it. So I've got a great show for you today. My special guest is Mark Bodizar, and he's going to be giving us a five-step formula as to how the law of attraction should work. Did you know that 94% of people uh, surveyed say that they were frustrated uh, about the law of attraction and that it wasn't working for them? He's a scientist for 30 years and and is going to tell you, you know, just really how uh, it can work for you. It's always working, right? But we want it to work for you. I want you to remember that if you have a great law of attraction story or if you would love to be coached live on the show, come on, guys, don't be shy. Send me an email at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and I'll have you on the show. As a matter of fact, next week, I'm going to have a lady on the show who has been using the principle shared. She's lost a ton of weight physically, but she's also lost a ton of emotional, psychological baggage. And she has emerged just as this happy, grateful, new, adventurous person. And uh, I want her to come on and just share her story. So if you have a story, please feel free to email me. What else do I want to say? Uh, Visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I would love to work with you to help you create your wildest dreams. Man, I floundered for years by myself, thinking I could do it by myself. And I was just floundering. For me, it was pride and shame and ego, probably. But, you know, a coach can see your blind spots. Uh, Sometimes I get a download from the spirit for my clients. Uh, I'm great at strategies and how-tos. I'm really awesome at accountability. 
you don't believe it <laughs> as any of my clients and so I would love to just talk to you no pressure I often tell people if you do a discovery call uh, with me it is absolutely so that I can just hear where you are and what you desire I ain't trying to sell you no coaching packages. You already know who I am and you already know uh, if you feel like we're a vibrational match. So let's let's make that happen. Let's see what else. I want you to remember that I am collaborating with the wonderful Jaden Sterling. Yeah, I know Jaden retired at the tender age of 30-something, worked at the stock market for years and uh, sterlingstockpicker.com you can go to that website and absolutely free take advantage of that powerful software program that he has and and you can find real-time stock quotes you can just peruse it and just see all of the money and all of the investment opportunities that are available to you. I think Jaden said on the last show that he was on that you could begin investing with as little as $100. Man, I, I spend $100 on lipstick. And, and so I, I was talking to Jaden the other day and I said, where were you? 20 years ago because I probably would be a billionaire if I had his wisdom and his knowledge and I love the software program because Jaden comes on live weekly and he's going to answer your questions and then they have this wonderful community uh, that really shares with you what's happening in the lives of other people you know, how they are winning uh, in their lives. And it is just a wealth vibration. And it will help you get out of this nine to five, this I got to work hard. I, I, I got to have a second job. That's not the way wealth is built. So he has, uh, he and along with two other brilliant guys have have created Sterling Stock Picker. And I just love it because this software is going to show you the winning stocks. And Jane has promised that if anybody who is a listener of this show, he's going to give you a 20-minute face-to-face Zoom call where you could just ask him anything. And I always say, when is the last time you had a face-to-face -face call with a multimillionaire? So change your mindset. Uh, you can go on Sterling Stock Picker absolutely free. Take advantage of, of, of the free program and just look at it. You know, I was telling somebody the other day, they were like, I need a new car. I said, well, go looking for cars. And they said, I don't have a down payment and my credit's not good. And I said to them, just look. Are they going to check your credit when you walk on the, the, uh, <laughs> the, the car lot? Absolutely not. But it's fear-based. Get out of your comfort zone. Do something different and uh, watch and see what God would do. I think 
you know, it is quantum physics and it's faith because wherever your attention goes, energy flows. And so if your attention is on wealth, when you're on the um, uh, the sterlingstockpicker.com website, everything is about wealth and money and increase and opportunities and possibilities and things that are available to you. So check that out. And what else do I want to say? Oh, I want to say, uh, when you're on my website, I want you to take a look at my two books. I'm looking at one of them now. If you are ready to attract love, I love my book and it's a big seller, Attracting and Manifesting Genuine Love. Releasing the old, changing the now, and creating your future. It's so good. It comes from my 25 years of uh, working with over 10,000 clients. And then my first book, Secrets of Success, is going to help you to deal with your past, put it behind you. It's more of a workbook, but it's very powerful. It's going to help you to take a look at the now, what's in your life now, what's holding you back. And then I'm going to help you create your future. I talk a lot about writing down your dream, uh, how to build your dream team, how to begin to imagine your dream uh, coming true, how to develop small action and baby steps. Both both of the books are, bo are good. I got that out. Both of the books are good. <laughs> So everybody, you can go to my website or you can go to Amazon.com to get them. Let's take a deep breath in, everybody. Let's let it out. One more time. Let's take a deep breath in. Let's let it out. Get ready to receive. Are you feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. She's coached and trained over 10,000 clients on five continents and has a proven track record of success. Constance will assist you in getting a clear vision for your life and develop customized strategies, projects, and action steps to begin manifesting your dream. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and visit her website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I'm back and so excited about my show today. I know what y'all saying, Constance, you're always excited and I am. You know, I believe that the spirit brings to us exactly who we need. And today we have a a, a expert superstar, a baller in the house. His name is Mark uh, Bodazar. He is an award-winning scientist, I think for 30 years, a visionary. Uh, he has traveled the world, spoken to people on three different continents, and he's going to teach us how to really discover tangible results by using the law of attraction. He co-authored a book, Unleash Your Future, 
the powerful five-step formula to transforming your dream into reality through using the law of attraction. And what I love about Mark is I've been reading his book is that he just breaks it down for us. And the interesting thing was I heard his co-author say that 94% of people who use the law of attraction feel frustrated, what's going on, it didn't work for me. And uh, Mark is going to help us with that today. I already know he's going to be back for part two. Uh, so, Mark, welcome uh, to the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. Well, thank you, Constance. I, I appreciate um, you having me on, and um, I appreciate your energy, right? It's like this whole thing, everything is energy, and that's what's the, at the heart of the law, and you can just feel it right here from the beginning. In this state, this state of joy and this positive energy that's the state at which we really create from. It's difficult to create from that part you just said about we're frustrated and fearful. We, we'll, we'll create out of that, but we won't create what we want. So this is the place <laughs> to start right here, this feeling. Well, y'all, y'all want to know what I did. I don't know what was wrong with me, but uh, Susie Carter has sent me an email. She's a bad girl. She's been on my show. Y'all remember her. And she said, you got to interview this guy named Mark. So I, I called him and had the unmitigated goal to say, okay, Mark, tell me something that I haven't heard about the law of attraction. And the funny thing was the first sentence that he said just blew my mind. And I said, Mark, you are the man. We're we record our show. So uh so let's go ahead and get started, Mark. I just thought that was so funny. You know, I guess because I've interviewed so many people and I hear the cries or the frustration of people around the law of attraction. Yeah, I mean, and I think um that that the piece that I took was from immediately as a scientist. Mm. Right law of attraction like attracts like didn't resonate with me because that's not how it works in the uh, science opposites attract positive and ele negative electrons attract positive and negative ends of a magnet attract positives and positives you and i actually i have the magnets around or somewhere I, but you put them and like wants to repel so really the law of attraction has nothing to do with attraction and everything to do with transformation of energy Wow. And that mechanism is what I think for me help, will help people move from this state of frustration to a state of now I get it and I can approach it in a different way. So let's hear a little bit about your journey. I know you saw the secret and you were a scientist and you probably was thinking, you know, I don't, I don't know what you would think about. Share with listeners a little bit about your journey. And then we're going to talk about some of the uh, steps and formulas that you share. Yeah, I, I've been, ever since I was little, very inquisitive. Mm -hmm. Never accept anything, but never uh, push anything away. Anything could be plausible, uh, you know, so I'm always questioning. To my, I think I drove my mother nuts. <laughs> right? so I went into, um, uh, into college and uh, studied science because I, uh, that's where my, my interest lied. And so I was always, when I left school, I had a degree in chemistry, went into corporate world, kind of working with science, principles. I, I did a lot of research and manufacturing and back and forth. So everything my entire life has been about practical application. 
of science, right? And scientific principles. Theory mm -hmm. doesn't pay the bills. You have to make it real. You got that right. <laughs> so when I came to start to, to come in contact with the law of attraction, watch The Secret, read Think and Grow Rich. It's interesting. Think and Grow Rich really by um, Napoleon Hill really hit home to me because one of the characters he was talking about, Charles Schwab, went to the same university I did. My great grandmother worked for him. Like, so that he, he brought wow. it. So I could feel it, right? And so I had this intuitive sense of all this, that it's it, there's a reality here that's plausible, but now what? I just sit and think and things just come. It just, it was missing something for me. And so I just kept working with it and studying and I would write and write things. And I, what I really wanted to get to was this place at which I could get a more tangible understanding, a mechanism of how it worked in a way at which somebody could measure and, you know, almost like, hey, well, that's like a recipe. I could go into it. I could try this. I can measure. I can understand why some things are happening or not. So I really just paralleled that journey of what I was doing with other scientific principles and application and applied it to the law of attraction. And really what I wanted to do is get to that understanding, not just for me, right, to say, hey, it's, I, it's real and here are my results, but how then could I teach it to others? Because this is one of those things like, it's an everything, everyday thing. It's like gravity. It can't just be sometimes. Well, I think I'm going to use that law of attraction thing. I've heard people say, well, I used to do law of attraction in the 80s. That's like saying I used to do gravity in the 80s and now I graduated to something else, right? <laughs> and so with that kind of understanding and surety like gravity, I think it just enables a different way to engage this law that was for me missing. And, and hopefully it speaks to others who, who may be frustrated or feel like something's been missing. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a hard question. So, Mark, what is the law of attraction? I would say the law of attraction is a transformation of energy. We program from the mind, which is an unseen energy. Mm -hmm. And the universe has a process by which that, and I call it first thought manifestation, right? People, we a lot of times think about manifestation at the end, but you're manifesting this program, like you're programming a computer. The universe takes it, and as you're kind of continue to focus on that, um, what you want, and one in this really important piece in the book, there's there's three components to this. It's not just thought. You have to believe that that thought's possible for you. Not believe in a law. It doesn't need you to believe it. But we have a lot of limiting beliefs that stop us from materializing what we really want, and then that passion or energy for what we want. And too often we we. Uh, materialize our reality out of the passion and energy that's negative. I'm afraid of this. This is going to happen that. So the universe takes the, these programs and in the book, you can, you can calculate a strength. So it's, it's going to pull off the biggest one you're programming and then it materializes in your reality. We have, and this is common in, in other areas of science, our energy, you know, you flip your light switch on, it didn't start as electricity, it may have started as wind energy, may have started as coal-fired plant, nuclear, solar, energy's transformed, then you, you flip your switch and you have electricity. So it's a not, this transformation of energy is a natural and, and common occurrence in, uh, in nature. So we've been programmed all of our lives, Mark, with something. Like I grew up in a poor family. So was that my energy being programmed? And do I do and do people have to reprogram that energy? You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? I call it identity theft. We're hacked. <laughs> We're always hacked by something, right? All the beliefs. Mm -hmm. And we just accept them and you know, like 
parents, teachers, ministers, youth leaders, coaches, you know, you name it, we bring in these, these kind of limiting beliefs. I remember my mother used to say, well, money goes where money is. Money isn't here, so money isn't coming here, right? And those things, we just, we have so many of those. So when we st step back and we come to the law, we, the law will give you anything um, you program but you have to believe it. And so our beliefs are like, it's like going to, I, I use this analogy. It's like going to a water spring. I used to, there was this natural spring. I lived in the mountains in, in central Pennsylvania growing up. And there was this natural spring where water would come out and I'd go with my dad and we'd fill up water because it was just our water in town wasn't as good. But you could go to that spring and take away as much as you wanted, but only as much as the container you brought. If I only brought a cup, that's all I could take away. I could bring a water truck and fill it up. That's the same way with the law and our beliefs, our limiting beliefs are, are you bringing a water truck to the law? Or are you bringing a little thimble or a shot glass? So that's why when people say, I heard you talk about this, I want a million dollars, but they've been in poverty for years. Their belief doesn't support that. Is that what I, you're saying? Absolutely. And on top of that, do most people think that the million dollars is going to do something. They didn't really think through, well, what, why do you want a million dollars? So I talk in the book about five whys, keep going why until you actually get at the root. So for me, where I, you know, I, when I was in the corporate world and I was unhappy and I was thinking about going, you know, really when I broke it all down and got to the root, what I wanted was freedom. Money's one of those things that in just the way our society works, provides freedom so you have to have money because you get a mortgage you know uh, sending kids to college i have two girls in college and you know, a lot of money draining out i hear that money go like this <laughs> right so we need that so we think like i'm just going to put a big number chances are if you got that million dollars it wouldn't have filled the need one you don't believe it and you're in this so it won't come but in reality it's thought belief so you don't believe it and your passion or energy for it are you really passionate or energy for a million dollars I wasn't, I was really passionate or energy for that freedom. Right. And that's how I left, you know, that journey left the, the corporate world. And I just slotted right into consulting and doing other things. So that's what I programmed. The money came, but I didn't program a number. That's I love you talk about the journey and the law expound on that because we're all on a journey. What I thought about the law of attraction in 2009, when I first began, is so different than where I am on this journey now. How can listeners and those who watch this understand their journey and the law of attraction? I think, um, you know, for me, it's with anything, you have to have an anchor point. Mm -hmm. So for me, as I started the journey, as I said, I you know, reading Think and Grow Rich, Watch the Secret, I'm like, okay, this law is plausible, right? I create my um, reality how what it's it's like applying any other scientific principle you do experiments all right so you have to take action you get a result analyze roll back i talk about these loops of learning in the book so the journey is working with the law too often that frustration that you talked about earlier people quit oh it, do it doesn't work well it's it's working all the time what you're getting now is just look at your thoughts these frustrated thoughts lead to this experience. And so if you can see the loop, then just take small steps. Just keep working and the journey is, and then things, oh, now I see this, I'm going to try it. So it's an expansion, right? So it takes work. 
it's just the same way like journey with your health like mm -hmm. if you're you know dieting or eating so healthy eating nutrition working out i mean i used to weigh 65 pounds more than i do now right wow. and I started bit by bit taking a journey with my understanding of what i wanted to be and what i wanted to do and what are my motivations now i, I you know probably four or five six times a week i run three or four miles a, a, a day and i walk but it didn't occur overnight if I, when I, I would try to run in the past and maybe I'd run for a little bit and I'd stop and I did, but it's things click for different reasons. And so that the journey is never perseverance. And that's why there's the five-step formula. Three are in the programming. So we program the universe, thought, belief, and the passion or energy. The fourth is action. You got to take action and not analyze and loop. And the fifth one we call keep the faith, or it's really about perseverance the law is the law. It's like gravity. You never give up on gravity. You have to have that same peace with the law because if you start to doubt it, what it does is all these programs of the stuff you want always has a dark side and the counter program of the opposite. When you start doubting the program, you let that opposite grow and that's what the universe gives you. So you said thoughts and then beliefs and then passion and energy. Expound on that. What is that? Because well, a lot of times people say, well, you know, with the law of attraction, you got to put emotion behind it and see it and visualize it. So what's passion and energy? It, it's, um, I try to, to, it's a good question because different people see it in different ways. And the way you just described it always kind of frustrate me. <laughs> I really, I really take it down into just check your emotions. What do you feel? So like when I was thinking about, I want to materialize this uh, career where I'm outside the corporate world, working for myself, working with people I love. It's like, to me, it was like, just what's that feeling, the, the joy that I felt, this anticipation. So almost like, you know, you got to buy a ticket to like, I like sports. So you go to a football game. I know what that feels like. So when I buy a ticket, I can anticipate what it's going to feel like when I walk into the stadium and I can feel it. It's that kind of feeling. This bit about I got to visualize and I got to think. It's too hard. Like I call it, it um, you know, it's um, you're you're really almost like set it and 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 forget it. You know, you just put it out there, and if you're concentrating really hard, to me, that's more an indication that you don't really believe what the law is going to, that the law is the law all the time. I don't, the law doesn't need you to concentrate really hard. You just have to stay in that flow of that energy of like, um, hey, like for me, I'm going to feel really good. And the way I took the feeling for leaving the corporate world, the thing that I always focused on was that first Monday morning when I, when I woke up and I didn't have to go to an office, I'd stay home, I'd sit outside and have a cup of coffee. That's the feeling. For me, that, yeah. that was the thing. Too often we we sit in this fear. Oh man, I'm going to get fired, or this is going to happen. Well, that's the same thing, right? You're sitting the feeling. Just take that feeling, this fear you have. Check what your brain's telling you, what thought you have, and do you believe that? Oh, you know, my boss doesn't like me; he's going to fire me. Oh, my boyfriend doesn't like me; they're going to uh, break up with me. Oh, that it's the pro. It, the the universe doesn't care whether it's positive or negative. It just takes your strongest um set of three in the triangle and just gives you what you asked for so mark do people have to be in where does intention come in or being intentional well i think that's more on the focus side so you okay. have to, you have to have an intention of okay th this is what i want right there's often times where like well you know like you go to a restaurant and there's all these things on the menu well maybe i want this and maybe i want that and we're you can get like oh there's so much 
intentional is like just making this choice and moving down that road. No, that doesn't mean as you move down that road that, okay, that's it. That's the only thing you may, you go down the road a little bit and you may say, Oh, I really like this little place I'm at. Maybe now my attention is going to go here, but that's why you think about it as a journey, right? You may say like, I think I'm going out here, but I got here. I really like this. Now I'm going to go here. Now I'm going to go there. Right. But I'm intentional on that spot. I, I, I have a focus of what I'm trying to, to, to create, but it doesn't have to be that sometimes people think intention, I gotta be really concentrate and mm-hmm. do these things. It doesn't need that. It actually, to me, it's counterproductive. So you mentioned your most dominant thought and then you mentioned beliefs. So do people have to, you know, the whole thing around limiting beliefs. So once again, let's just talk about that million. Somebody said, I want a million dollars. So the thought, the thoughts, people say, well, I've been thinking about abundance and prosperity. So do people have to reprogram that energy around those beliefs? Yeah. I mean, I think this is why um, I wanted to bring measurement to the process. Mm -hmm. So if you take any of the, let's say a million dollars, like Mm -hmm. I want a million dollars and there's three sides, the the thought of the million dollars, the personal belief that it's possible for you. And then what's really your passion and energy for that, right? For the million dollars, you score each side one to 10 and you multiply them and you get a number, right? And then that's, that's going to give, that is like what the size of the triangle is. Chances are in a million dollars, if you sit down and say, what's your belief that um, you're going to get a million dollars, it's going to be low. It might even be zero. Maybe it's one, right? (laughs) How much can you focus on that? You know, they say, oh, yeah, I'm focusing on abundance. Well, how much, right? So that's why you put a number to it. Don't make it hard. You know, uh, are you really focused on it? Man, I, I, yeah, it's like I'm constantly, I'm like a monk. Like I just, I'm focused all the time. That chances are that's not happening. So maybe that's a three, right? And what's your passion or energy for? Well, you know, I don't really, it's good. Maybe that's, that's a low strength. So when you can put a number to it, now put the flip side, I'm going to live and, you know, Oh man, I don't deserve that. I really only deserve a little bit of money. That might be really high. Maybe that's a seven or eight on the belief. Uh, and, and you're thinking about, you're worried about all the time. You're, you have these thoughts about, I'm not going to be able to pay the bills. I'm like, well, maybe that's now a seven or something. Your energy is, I'm th- afraid it's a seven. Now you have this big program. When you put them out on the ground and look in front of you, it's like, oh, well, no wonder it's high. Now the work yeah. begins. Now the work begins. Working on where do those limiting beliefs come from? Why do you, you know, to my mother, money goes where money is that was her belief doesn't have to be mine right it but i you know so when you can step back and look at it and then it's like okay i need if i got a big movement to make take it in bite-sized chunks making you know proving to yourself and you know sometimes um i give the baseball analogy on this one okay right so little you you know little boy or girl they're playing t-ball right the game of baseball at T-ball is the same as major league. You hit the ball, you got to catch, you got to field, you run the bases. So it'd be like somebody shows you the law of attraction. It's like the first time you go to play T-ball, you love the game and you're like, I'm ready for the major leagues now. I'm six years old. I'm going to next day, I'm going to go in the major league park, 95 mile an hour, fastball, curveball, first pitch, I'm going to hit a home run. Almost impossible. It's the same way with the law. We want it to be something I can go to and have it occur overnight because that's we're programmed for this instant gratification but it doesn't work that way and until you can get your head around that it doesn't work that way and that you need to do work like you're who those those guys that get to the major leagues it's because they put a lot of effort and a lot of practice kept working with it you got to do the same thing with the law now do I wish it was like hey I just snapped my fingers and things showed up yeah that'd be great but that's not how it works 
What about when people say, we know thoughts become things, but you got to really monitor your thoughts. And we have 60,000 thoughts a day. What's your, what's your take around thinking and thoughts, Mark? Well, I say they're like puzzle pieces, right? I, and I, I wrote a blog on this about um, like the law, like a puzzle list, right? Somebody mm-hmm. puts puzzles together. So you got all these thoughts, right? And this is why using the formula to, to take and, and um, calculate the strength of the program, that thought, it's associated your belief with that thought and the, uh, and the passion or energy, take the top three, four, five, six, or seven that you can pull out of that, right? what and and score them because the universe with all these thoughts it's like they put their hand in the bag and there are all these puzzle pieces right if they're all small or whatever it's just going to randomly pull something out Mm -hmm. but if you think about the strength of your program as the puzzle piece is now bigger so think about those children puzzle where there's maybe four pieces and they have handles on them you want the universe to reach in that bag and know that that puzzle piece is big that's the one you that's the puzzle right that's the one and so this is where the measurement comes in. You just have to look and say, um, you know, there's in my corporate work and consulting and doing process improvement, there's always a saying, you can't improve what you don't measure. So if you don't measure what's going on, it's really hard to understand and improve. I love the book and the way that you really break it down so that people can see, Uh aha, now I see why that didn't work for me. Yes. And it's it's like a workbook almost and it explains it so that people can have those oh now I see what my thinking etc. It's it's a, it's an awesome book that you co-authored. Yeah, I think that's a it's a really important it was really important for me to be able to see that because then when you see what's not working you can keep experimenting and keep finding uh what works. I think that's it's really important to to have that feedback you know, coming back and forth. And the other thing is what, you know, Takar and I look at this almost like as a universal decoder, not Mm -hmm. as the thing. Like if you come and say, Hey, this is the thing and I'm going to do it. And it's, and it's going to be this overnight thing. It's the thing that explains the things that everybody out there is doing. So let's say you've put a lot of effort in already. You spent a lot of time and money and effort on various things. You say, oh man, I didn't get where I wanted to go. Well, with this understanding, what you can go back and see is you can now extract the value out of effort you already put in because at the core, this is how it works. Too often things you're being um, advertised of, hey, this is going to work. Do my system, do this. Those are not the thing, right? They get some results that people say, oh, it's cause and effect. No, correlation doesn't mean causation. If you ask somebody, and this is what I'm always big on, well, tell me how that works. What's the success rate? Like what, what's really going on? And most times people who have those programs can't answer, right? So I'm just saying, this is the mechanism. Thoughts transform to matter. And if you look at these other things where you spent your time, money, or energy, you're going to find that, okay, when they didn't work, if you look at this mechanism, chances are you're going to find out why. And then that, once you know why, now you can, you got to, now the work begins. And unfortunately, we're generally wired to just sit in the status quo. Like I, I'm, I'm insane because I want to do the same things over and over again and get a different result. And it doesn't work that way. So you mentioned kind of baby stepping our way, like you did with your mm-hmm. weight 
release and, and your 60 pounds and all of that. Is that what people need to do? Because they've read so many books, you know, and they're just like, well, I'm going to do this 30 day challenge. And, and, and then, but I just feel like your book and I've, I've read so many books, Mark, that I'm kind of like you. I like to see why. And, and and why does it work? Because I feel that God, once we know why, okay, this is what I need to do differently, or this is where I need to shift. So do people need to just baby step their way through this thing and enjoy the journey as they're doing it? Yeah, I think um, what what was what's really unique, I think, in my perspective and what I've been able to do uh -huh. is I've been able to parallel it to how I've taught other scientific principles. You know, like the law of attraction has one of those things where, you know, people out there, uh, there may be, there's still a lot of debate. If, if, if you believe in it, you probably have friends or family say, well, I don't know. I think that I'm, I'm not sure about that. Uh -huh. I was out there working with very structured, well-known, you know, science that, that had hundreds of years behind it applying it in real world settings and manufacturing and so on and i did this around the world i'd run in like you'd run and there'd be well-trained other you know chemical engineers scientists who would be um no i don't think it works that way i want it to work this way right because they wanted to do it the way they wanted to do it they wanted oh i want to do this and but the fundamentals if you say okay well if you do that yeah well, it'll work sometimes right but if you don't know why the times it doesn't work then you're going to be like, how am I going to fix this? I think that's the same thing here with the, with the law. So it's given me this perspective where we want to do things and have it be quick and, um, and, uh, and painless. And so the second law of thermodynamics is the law of entropy. And this stands in our way. It's really, I call it the law of Legos, right? And it's the status quo. So it, the second law of thermodynamics states that a, a system people or systems, all this, like mm -hmm. seeks to be in its lowest energy state. It doesn't want to expend energy. It wants to be scattered and chaotic. And this is the reason I call it the law of Legos. If you have Legos in a container and you dump them all over the floor, they're completely scattered. How long does that take to happen? Split second, mm -hmm. they're all over the floor. Now, just go have, ask one of your kids to go clean it up and put it back in the box. Now you see that there's energy required to organize it, right? And so they don't want to do it. Now think about the energy it would take to organize. You know, my daughter goes to Lafayette College here in Pennsylvania. In the town, downtown, there's a store that has the whole downtown of uh, of Eastern Pennsylvania where it's at, built with Legos in this big model. Now, how long did it take that somebody to put those Legos together? Wow! So you think about that effort. That's the law, right? You have to work and organize. Like, but we want it to be ah, no effort. Right. So we have that working against us. That's why you have to take the small steps. So like if I was building that little town, okay, let me build this one little house over here. I feel good. I made, and then you, and it builds and then you step back and say, and then your confidence grows and then you go bigger. But if it's not a quick fix thing and it's what really pains me is if you go out and do a search on law of attraction, you're going to find so many quick thing, fix things. Like you said, do this 30 day challenge, do a seven day challenge, do this. It's like, it, there's so much um, misinformation or misunderstanding. And I think most of these people, they don't understand. They're not trying to intentionally um, provide something that doesn't work, but they just don't understand how it works. So everybody, 90 plus percent walk away frustrated. And yeah. that pains me because it doesn't have to be that way. 
I've seen so much on YouTube manifest now yeah. how I manifested a, a million dollars in 30 days. So let's talk about action. Yes. What would that look like? You know, okay, so it starts beliefs, energy, and uh, passion, and then action. Well, the universe needs our hands and feet to be doing things, right? Mm -hmm. You can't sit in your closet. You can't. And so when we think about action, oftentimes we take action based on past experience. So what that does is just creates this loop where we, we do the same things, get the same results. But we all have a connection to the beyond, right? The unseen or call it intuition, whatever you want to call it. And if we can start to take an action, and I and I didn't even realize I was doing this when I was younger. Like I would take these actions. It's like, you know, I just, and I would think that it was because I, I had researched something and it was more informed, but I, what I realized was I was following more of this intuitive guidance. You take a different step. And then you analyze and and that leads you off into these new worlds. And that's where these new things that you want to manifest lie. When we, when our actions are based on the past, we're just destined to get the same result. So that intuitive based action to just go a little bit different, open up and see a little bit of a different world and just keep moving. And then that, that intuitive muscle gets stronger. You start to see cause and effect between action. You take new and different action. Uh, but, you know, it's like, hey, forcing, you know, some people are shy, forcing yourself to go out and talk to new and different people. And just like this, you never know where connections lead you, right? Hey, Susie wrote the forward for my book. Susie contacts you. You and I have this conversation. Well, if I never talk to Susie about, hey, do you know, anybody? you know, things don't happen. So you have to start the ball rolling and that through action. Okay, and then lastly, let's talk about faith. And, and yes. before we talk about faith, is where is God and spirituality in, in in the law of attraction? What's your take on that? Well, to me, is if we're creating, right? It's it's a part of the process of the bigger universe. So mm -hmm. God, source, or whatever infinite intelligence, however you identify with that, is at the center of it, right? Mm -hmm. I think. Um, you know, I, a lot of times will draw this picture of big circles, concentric circles. So in the center of God's source, all that is here, mm -hmm. but on the outside, we see at different levels. So, um, and even if you talk about, uh, you know, God or religion, there's a lot of different ways of looking at that. Mm -hmm. So the outer circle, there are all these, and we think they're all different, but in reality, when you, as you move closer into the center, we, we see, you know, and my, the way I look at this, it's all coming out of the same place. And so, um, I used to think when I was young and I was in college that science and spirituality, they were separate. But as I've come to um, uh, work with all these, I really just see almost science and spirituality are one there. You may look at them at so uh, true. sides of the same coin, two sides of the same coin, but they're, you know, science and spirituality are, are together. And I, and so I see the way I enter act and see the creator i see the creator as this infinitely um logical and um mathematical and science-based all these rules and laws are a way for us to come come to the 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 energy of the and the source and so what it takes away from is like look it's available to everybody you're the only one standing in your way and you can look at a lot of religious texts and they say oh so you're the only one standing in the way i mean why and so god is has made it simple here's the simple part but you got to do your part so then that comes to the faith the mm -hmm. faith is this is the way it is right and just like with gravity the faith of and faith is just this continuing 
um, acceptance of something that you can't see. So I accept this law. I don't really see gravity. I, I can see its effects. And it's the same way with the law. And when, when you can accept it and keep working with it and have that faith, it's when you doubt and say, well, maybe it's not this way. It, it's working all the time, whether you think so or not. When you deviate off and you think like, wow, I'm, I don't have the faith. I don't believe in it. It doesn't care. It's what you're going to, that all that leads to is in the fear-based mode in your mind. And, and you will be destined to uh, manifest and materialize more of what you don't want based on that. So the faith is just saying, hey, I just got to keep working, right? And I and the hardest part is we're wired through entropy to not want to expend that energy. But the good news is once you get over the hump into this new spot, you know how you're not working hard forever, right? When you walk up the steps, it feels hard. But when you get up on the next level, you know, it levels back up. And then you take some steps. So it's not like I'm, I, I'm climbing Mount Everest for the rest of my life. It's going to be so hard. It isn't that way. But you, you do have to put in some effort and, just look at it as like taking steps. So let's use a, a listener out there who's listening. And uh, we're going to use that five-step formula. And we're going to start with, let's say, let, let's start with money. Since that's what most people, uh, most people say, I want more money. So what would that look like with their thinking? Well, the first step is, I'd say, is that what you want? So five steps. Why do you want more money? Right. And keep getting the why. I, I would say somebody wanting more money, that's not what they want. Mm -hmm. It's what they think they need to get to what they want. And so the first step is really going through asking yourself the why's till you really get to the core. Right. It took me a while to figure out that what I really wanted was the freedom. Right. I was thinking the same thing. Well, I just need the money. Right. I got all these bills. I didn't want the money. I wanted the freedom. And I wanted to do these things. And the money was just, Okay, it's not like I don't want money. Oh, yeah, take keep money away. I wanted to be doing the things that there was the flow that I needed to, to run the life, but it, the money wasn't the thing. So I could never have passion for it. I had the passion for doing this, right? Being out here, working on things I love and sharing it with others. That's what I wanted. So the first thing with that listener is, are you really sure that's what you want? So mm. keep asking why. Kind of like me, I'm like, I am too much of a radical and free woman to be sitting in anybody's office. And then the next thing would be what they need would be their beliefs. Would they need to look at their beliefs? Or believe that well, they you can look have at program, right? So you say, okay, now once you get to what you want, that would be the thought, right? Okay. And you say like, hey, what's my belief, right? So for the longest time for me, I didn't believe that I could be out there working on my own consulting, right? I, I just didn't see like uh, guys like me, scientists, they're always working for somebody, right? They're not out there doing this kind of consulting. And so, of course, what, what happened with that? Well, I was always working in corporate world. And so you got to look at that and unravel. And then I started to see, you know, hey, there's some examples of people out there. I started talking to them. I started, mm -hmm. hey, you know, how would I do it? And I started thinking, even when I'm still in the corporate world, starting to treat some people that I meet as if they could be prospective clients and just step by step moving it there. And then, as I said, that feeling, my feeling for that freedom was that, I mean, I, I'd be so happy. I'd be beaming. I'm thinking, ah, man, so beautiful, sunny day. I'm for like, this first cup of coffee. I'm not going in the office. And that first Monday that I wasn't going in the office, I remember it. It was, it was in October, beautiful fall day sitting outside on my patio having a cup of coffee knowing i don't need to go anywhere i don't want to go today that that is the program 
Wow. You know, I know of a guy, and he, he said the same thing that he he took a picture. His wife found the picture, actually, and it was just with a guy with his feet up on the deck and a cup of coffee, and the steam was coming up. And he would look at that picture every day and, you know, gradually say, that's me. That's who I am. That's going to be my lifestyle. And it took him a while, but he said it was that one picture that he held in his mind. He began to think, so what am I going to do today? I have the freedom to do whatever I want to do. So I just wanted to give that to listeners. Now, that's a great example because sometimes for people, it's the pictures that work. You know, that's why vision boards work for some people. For me, they never really work because that's not how I get charged up. Yeah. Right? So I can, I'm more of a thinker. So visualizing it for me in my head, sometimes I'll sit here with music and be thinking, you know, and it gets me in a different state. So you also got to find like what works for you. Someone say, oh, you got to do a vision board. It's like, no, a vision board's a tool. It's like, hey, you have to use a hammer for everything, right? Mm -hmm. No, sometimes I want to use a screwdriver or sometimes I'm going to use a wrench, right? So you got to think about what are tools and what, and then what works for you. And I think that's the other thing that frustrates people. They try to do something because it worked for someone else. And mm -hmm. for me, I was doing the same thing. So I realized, no, that if this is how it works, then these are the tools that I would want in my toolbox. So this is my craft, right? The way I do it. So you have to find that way that works for you. And when you do that, you're going to feel better and you're going to be able to take these steps. Uh, but uh, when we just take on, oh, I think that's cool. It worked for this person and it doesn't work for you. You're like, oh, it doesn't work. No, it's just just not the right thing for you. And that's why I, I'm so glad you said that because everybody said, well, you know, I got to meditate. And I tell people when I wake up in the morning, my mind is going like, mm, got to do this. Well, okay. You know, and morning is just not the time for me. And even when it comes to visualization, if I write it down, then I can see it. Right. Some people go straight to it. And, and I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm the same way. Like, I try to meditate, and it's like, ah. But what I found was music, and really particularly certain types of music, I found I really love the high energy of the violin. Mm -hmm. And I can just sit here, and it just it brings me into a different mindset. So for me, that was like meditating. So it's not like meditating. It's like, what does meditating do, Right. And, you know, where you, you, you calm yourself, you, you, you change your brain, right? Frequencies. What's the way that works for you, right? There's a new technology out there now. This company called Nucom, N-U-C-A-L-M. Oh. And they have this program and this, it's really fascinating. This um, Dr. Holloway, who did all this research on really, how does one get into this state? So he, what I really love about what he did, he studied all these things and he integrated a number of things into this program where you, it, it, you know, they'll get you into this meditative state, your brainwave funk, like theta waves quicker than, you know, even some master meditators, right? And what's, and why is that important? So why am I telling you that here? That that state of being in that state of mind is a place to um, program from, is a place to um, work on your thoughts to materialize, right? And so there are different ways of doing it, you know? So for those people that can't meditate, hey, there are all these kind of different ways and tools. So when you can think about it, why am I doing meditation? Because I want to do it, get my mind into a state. Well, what, if it's not working for me, what are other ways it could? 
I love that. I love your thinking, Mark. <laughs> and so, and so, can, can and for listeners, can can we really create our dreams? Can we? Is it possible for my listeners and those who are watching this to really live their dreams and create the life that they desire? I, absolutely. It's like I'm a living example. I mean, I I sit here sometimes and think, yeah, you know, uh, uh, today. Um, I'm going to do these things. Um, I'm, I'm working. I have multiple things that I do that I love this, the thing that I just wanted, like, I want to work. I want to do the things I love working with people I love to work with. And when I've run into something, I'm doing some work and it's not, uh, and I don't like, uh, I'll move on to something else. And so I'm living that and that, but it didn't occur overnight. Right. I, 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 as I said, I was thinking my way out of the corporate world mm -hmm. and I come into this consulting world and I'm thinking I, I wanted to write the book. The book took time. Right. And it was like, I'll know when it's done. When it's I can very, de yeah. it's very detailed, but very simple. I love all of the graphics and, and, and all of that. It's very detailed, but then it's very simple. That's when I knew it was done, Constance, mm -hmm. is when I could just sit here and you ask me anything. I don't have to refer to it. It's like ingrained. It's down at that simple level where you can action. What I felt was missing, like when I watched The Secret, mm -hmm. it's, like, it's too simple. It's so simple that there's you can't you can't touch it. Right. So it needed to be. So I, I, I was way I mean, I have just notebooks and notebooks and notebooks of, of, of writings. And then when it got, okay, now I have this understanding and the way the book flowed every day for 30 days, it just went out mm -hmm. in this flow. And that's when the, because of the understanding and the interconnection, you know, seeing unseen energies all together flowing out. And now it's like, you know, you ask me anything and I simply that's, and that's for me, it's the same with any other science that I work with when I can simplify it down so I can explain to you simply how to go apply it but what I found was this was interesting even on these other sciences in my corporate world boil it down very simply this one particular example all you need to do is make one more measurement that one more mm -hmm. measurement creates this whole picture people still don't want to do it right you have to want to do the work and uh, I, and it just at the end of the day you can chase and chase and chase and chase all these quick fixes over there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that expends way more energy than if you do this, do the work and do it this way. You're going to get there faster. It's like the tortoise and the hare. There you're running all over the place, but you're going like this versus the tortoise is going this way or it feels that way. But the good news is there are ways to accelerate. And, and maybe the next time we talk, we can talk yeah. about mind acceleration, how you really accelerate by integrating your, your um, work with multiple physical laws. Okay, I'm, I'm taking notes on that. So, Mark, how can people get your book? And guys, I'm telling you, his book is so good. I, I like, that's why my first book was kind of like a workbook. I want people to see, okay, this is, I would give a principle and then let them work it out and understand it. So give us uh, your, your website. How can people get this book? etc yeah so the book's on amazon it's easy to get you can get a kindle version or the you know the the hard copy i like uh, but me out of all the books i read i always like the hard copies because me I always, too i like to go back to them uh, but i know there are a lot of people that like to read them on uh you know in the mm -hmm. evening 
And the, the website, uh, really the core website for the Unleash Your Future work is um, newscienceofsuccess.com. So www.newscienceofsuccess, all one word, .com. I'm working on my own uh, website, markboldazar.com. It's kind of old. Here's the thing. Now, this is the great thing about you see how things evolve. When I first came out, and I was consulting, I created this website. And what I love now, it's like a time capsule. I get to go back and think about how I want to do all these things, right? So now I'm in the process of kind of updating that, but you can go there too. What that one's like, it, it shows how I integrate. The law is not like, um, hey, it only applies here. I use this in my, my corporate work and process improvement, personal improvement. And I have a passion for sports. My kids are into sports and my daughter's a swimmer. She swims in college. And this bit about the mindset in the man, what I really love about sports and particularly things where, you know, like swimming where my daughter does or like track, you can see results really fast, right? Cause you get these measurements and, you know, there's so, so much of the, um, this bit, you think about how much money is spent in sports on the mind right now. And one of my inspirations out of all this that got me there was, um, my cousin, who was almost as old as my dad, because my dad was the uh, youngest of 14 kids, he was a pioneer in sports psychology. And mm -hmm. that was one of the things that really just interests me, the mind, the science, sports. That was another area where I really that really just sparked my interest in going out on this power of the mind. Well, Mark, it has been time went by so quick. We were having so much fun and uh, I'm going to have you back for part two. Guys, go to his website, get this book and put in the work. And, you know, it is the will of the spirit for you to live your best life, you know, for you to be happy and fulfill. And uh, I, I love this book and uh, I, I love the merger, even the spirit and science, even though it is one, uh, you know, for me, that's really, really important. When I first came on the network, I felt like the spirit just downloaded to me, which 13 years ago, I didn't fully understand was I want you to merge a science with spirituality. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and uh, uh, so grateful you and your, and your co-author did that so well. So guys, check it out. Go to his website, Mark. Y'all heard what he said. If he don't come back for part two, I don't know when I'm going to, I'm going to have to do something, but I know he's a man of his word. Absolutely. It's been an honor to connect with you. Visit his website and get this book and start doing the work. And uh, as I say every week, uh, you know, your best years are ahead of you. Uh, you can create and manifest your best life. Believe it. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks, Mark. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.